Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic, host of Bachelor Nation News, coming to you with some entertainment for you this afternoon. It's Monday, October 23rd, 2023. We have breaking news stories, a new pregnancy in Bachelor Nation. We'll get to that, plus some other dramatic content. All this and more on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. All right, let's smooth jazz it up. Who's dieting in preparation for Halloween? That's right. I'm ready to stuff my face full of individually packed Reese's. I love, they always call them, it's fun size. I'll tell you what's fun size when you have a pillow full of, you know, uh, commandeered candy that you got from the local kids. It's like, all right, pay the tax, man. Somebody owes me a butter crunch. Butter crunch? Is that the term? Anyway, Butterfinger. <laughs> what do you want? I'm starving. Okay, folks, let's get into it. Dave Neal here. We've got multiple Bachelor Nation stories. We're following Taylor Swift. We have some content on her. But first, let's jump right into our featured breaking news story. Bachelor. Oh, should we do this with the breaking news? That's right, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, Bachelor Nation villain Shanae Ankney is pregnant. That's right, Shanae from. Clayton's season of The Bachelor and from Bachelor in Paradise is pregnant expecting first baby a girl with boyfriend Nate Ebner. I heard that I go, Nate Ebner sounds familiar. That's right. A special teams alumni from the New England Patriots and New York Giants. He won multiple Super Bowl rings and also competed in the Olympics in rugby. Congratulations to Shanae and Nate. They're only dating, so I don't know if the goalie was pulled or maybe he was able to um, make his way into the goal line there maybe you know trying to use some special teams announce you know uh, uh, he long snapped his way into her heart uh either way uh they are officially you know in the bachelor nation world so and look by the way this is a big deal now, like no offense to jake funk uh the fiance to um uh, hannah ann you know because he's been like a kind of a practice squad player which again is a big deal by all means to make it in an NFL whether it's on the practice squad or whatever uh, but uh, you know Nate Ebner retired at age 34 he's you know when you play uh, at least a couple seasons in the NFL you get that sweet fat retirement money and good for them they can go enjoy their little life together although I don't know if they have plans on getting married I don't really know anything about that relationship other than we are happy for them and speaking about couples we're happy for, uh, we've got Taylor Swift news. That's right. We've always got Taylor Swift news. She uh, was spotted once again hanging out uh, with Travis Kelsey at his football game. And as we know, Taylor Swift is just nonstop in the news here. But she was with Brittany Mahomes, the wife of Patrick Mahomes, and they have a special handshake they did, got mixed reviews. Social media gives them a thumbs up and down. Taylor Swift's special handshake when new BFF Brittany Mahomes went viral during Sunday's Kansas City Chiefs game, but social media users were split on how they felt about it. The pop star showed up in her now usual suite to cheer on her boyfriend and Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. I love it. They call it Taylor Swift's suite. She wants to come to a football game. They give her a suite. I mean, she literally, you know, it's, uh, if you know that Taylor Swift is going to be in your town. That town is going to need to order more food at the restaurants. People is going to be an influx of people. Taylor Swift has the ability to change the economic forecast of legit city states. Absolutely wild. And so good for her uh, uh, taking to Kansas City. Someone had to, right? Come on. Now we love Kansas City. All right. Well, our featured story today will be Brandon Jones responding 
via Instagram statement to Serene's claims that he cheated on her. I've got that full story for you coming up in a few minutes, along with another bizarre story from Crystal. Remember her? Crystal from Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, Crystal Nielsen. Well, she's being accused of clickbaiting a a uh, I, and I, by clickbaiting, I, I mean uh, trying to get her audience to check out her YouTube video, uh, which is fine. I mean, I you know, clickbait is okay until it's not. But this was her statement she made. This week, I was supposed to announce my pregnancy. She misspelled supposed. This week, I was supposed to announce my pregnancy, but God had other plans for me. While my heart was breaking, I felt an overwhelming comfort that this was a gift, even though I couldn't yet see it. Trusting can be a hard thing to do, but now I understand. My body has finally caught my attention that she is ready to heal. And it goes on and on. She said, I'll be documenting this journey on my YouTube channel in the first video just dropped. Now then, somebody left a comment and said, to be clear, there is no loss, correct? Am I missing something? And then someone said, there wasn't a loss at all. The caption of this post is so misleading and kind of manipulative. Um, so people are accusing her of clickbaiting her fertility journey. And, you know, you can understand people thinking that because her first line was, this week I was supposed to announce my pregnancy, dot, dot, dot. So it definitely comes off that way. She has since deleted this comment. Um, uh, I think she said, she, uh, someone said she was trying to get pregnant on her honeymoon, but found out her hormones were off balance, so now she's changing her eating habits. She never got preg pregnant or had a loss. I'm not assuming. I watched her video, and she literally explains it all, and it is honestly really gross how she's making so many people think she had a miscarriage just to get them to watch a YouTube video. Now, maybe she didn't mean to um, mislead people, but that was the you know result. She took down the real... Uh, hey, look, I mean... It's a dog-eat-dog -dog world out there in the YouTube game. Clickbait, you know, it's a it's a delicate line and it's a thin ice you got to walk on. And it looks like she might have fallen through that ice with that story. Uh, but hey, live and learn and move on. And we've got some more stories. Uh, Paris Hilton getting trolled by the internet for the her new baby. This is terrible. I mean, this is real terrible stuff. Uh, we're going to get into that next. So... I've got this Paris Hilton story. It's kind of sad. I mean, hasn't she suffered enough? I mean, the poor lady, right? She grew up in a time where everyone was just as mean as she could be online. And I know you might say, well, she's asking for it. She's raised with privilege and wealth. But it's like, come on. She shuts down trolls over new baby. My son is healthy. Y'all are sick. Paris Hilton is firing back at folks online who are poking fun at the size of her baby boy's noggin. Says there's absolutely nothing wrong with him. Mama Paris shared some snaps Friday holding Phoenix while she got some love from her followers. She also heard from lots of trolls with jokes flooding the comment section about Phoenix's head. People are taking to TikTok to point out all the world things being said. And Paris responded to one one of the people defending her, writing, there are some sick people in this world. My angel is perfectly healthy. Well, look, Paris, whether your your kid's got a large cranium or not, we're happy he is healthy. And uh, I think you'll be a pretty decent mom out there. Uh, I guess Becca Kufrin and Thomas got married over the weekend. We didn't even cover this story on the YouTube channel. I kind of just assumed it was kind of a, you know, court... Uh, 
you know, semantics at this point. They have a baby, you know, they have their one month old. Uh, we're loving all of the posts that they're sharing. Just an absolute adorable family. So very happy for them. And um, yeah, so lots of baby news in Bachelor Nation between Becca and now Shanae being pregnant. And uh, where do we go to from here? Oh, I wanted to give you an update on Clayton. I shared an in-depth update, at least as far in-depth as I can go, on the Patreon. Uh, of, of course, I have received a cease and desist, to which my defamation lawyer thinks is way too widespread. I mean, they literally told me not to mention you know, things that, that, uh, that I have full fair use to mention. So I'm not going to uh, sort of uh, play hardball with them. I'm going to try to tone it down and just share what I can from like a legal standpoint right now, even though I do feel like I've been very uh, objective and I do believe I've shared everything legally. Of course, we're talking about the Clayton Eckerd paternity scandal. Well, over the weekend, what was it Friday? Um, I guess since our last podcast, I did interview Clayton Eckerd. That's right. I've got a full one hour long driving with Dave episode with Clayton. I mean, I had to kick him out of the car. He was, we had such a nice long conversation. We talked about everything from Nick Vial roasting him. Uh, and you know him having to defend himself to breaking up with Susie. I asked him a lot of tough questions, and of course we just we discussed as far as he was willing to his scandal that he's got going on right now. It's ongoing. It's ongoing. We will be reporting what we hear from the court. Anything that's public information, anything that's out there, we will talk about. I will not be avoiding that conversation. You you're gonna have to really come after me if you're afraid that I'm sharing news that's publicly out there and this and that. Uh, with regards to the 19 videos that I made private, we're just going to wait and see how this all shakes out. I agreed to make those videos private in response to her dropping whatever cease and desist uh, efforts she was making against me. Do I feel that is fair? No, but I'm willing to bet on time that we will get closer to some, you know, uh, Ob, you know, objection, objective truth, as we put it, right? Some science that will, uh, you know, if you know, if it comes out that uh, that it is true what Clayton's been saying that he's not the father and that there is no baby and all these other things, then you can't uh, accuse me of defamation because I'm not lying. I'm sharing the truth, and the truth will set you free as Clayton had said. So anyway, I know it sounds like a whole bunch of like mumbo jumbo there, but just trying to keep you guys updated on why over the weekend I have deleted all of those videos. They still exist privately. There might name, there may come a time and a place where we put them back up. Uh, but I have met with defamation lawyers who look at my case and the more info they receive, the more they go, wait a second. What? No. You've done, you've gone out of your way to protect this person's privacy. So defamation is when you take a private figure and slander, and I shouldn't say slander, defame them uh, with things that are not true. And you have to prove that there's a malicious intent. Like I'm trying to cancel somebody by exposing them, this and that. That's just not the case. In the contrary, there have been smear campaigns out about Clayton. Press releases sent from uh, pseudo-journalists. I call them pseudo-journalists because when I asked the journalist who sent me a press release that was trying to quote-unquote cancel Clayton, um, when I asked them to FaceTime with me to just sh show their identity, not that I would reveal it to my audience, but just to vet them as it were, guess what? Crickets. So... Um, you know, you really look at these things and you go, man, a conspiracy would, you know, really makes you feel crazy. But all signs are pointing to 
there being a concerted effort going on, and again, these are my opinions, but that there's a concerted effort going on to silence people that are trying to be fair that talk about this. Now, if you're a reporter for LA Times, maybe you have a legal department that protects you, but in today's world of independent, of, um, you know, independent journalism, uh, it is very hard to want to take on a case of someone coming after you, and it's just people wonder, is the juice worth the squeeze? And that's a question we don't have the answer to just yet, but we will be doing our damnedest to provide you guys all of that information. And to all of the people that have joined the Patreon, I have to tell you, I know this isn't sexy news, but it means so much that we've had hundreds of new people join the Patreon and support the channel when ad rates have been going down and when we've had fear of uh, entering a lawsuit with someone who's clearly worth a lot of money. They own horses. Come on now. You know, just, I don't own a horse. I got an old rusty dog with, a, you know, two bum legs. <laughs> so... Uh, for all of you to support financially with the Patreon, it means a lot. Patreon.com slash Dave Neal. And another side story that was brought to my attention over the weekend was some interesting comments made by Sean McLaughlin. Okay, Sean is on Bachelor in Paradise, and he is the sort of a Shrek hero-looking guy, right? The Not Lord Farquaad, but, you know, the other guy, the knight in shining armor uh, prince, right? He's got the hair and all that. Uh, the swifty Sean McLaughlin. Well, Liv, Olivia, had commented on a post that said, this night made me love Rachel 100,000 times more. Her Instagram comment was in reference to the fact that Rachel kind of dumped Sean after he tried to pursue Jess, and she friends on him, right? Remember that? So... Sean responds to that and said it to live your interviews make me wish I was blind and deaf. And then he said, you're known for wanting your toes sucked and getting sent home night one hall of fame resume. So I don't know what kind of beef they have going on there, but uh, words are telling in Sean McLaughlin, uh, not doing uh, much to in to increase the good war the good name of Florida residents. Uh, he's a Florida man, and he's coming hard for Liv. Now, Liv, I mean, she said, look, she said, this makes me love Rachel. She didn't mention Sean's name. She didn't tag him. It's almost like she made a small comment, and then he spiked it back twice as hard. I like a good response. I like a response to a heckler, but I just feel like he came a little too aggressively at her, considering she actually does a good job on the show. You know, he said her interviews make him f uh, wish she was blind and deaf. Now, I'm not blind or deaf. Um, I don't know if that's wildly offensive to blind or deaf people uh, to say, I wish I had a disability uh, just so I didn't have to deal with you. Um, it is a little belittling, though, if you ask me. What are your thoughts? All right. So let's dive into the story of the day. This is Brandon responding to Serene alleging he cheated on her. Have a listen. Bachelorette's Brandon Jones denies cheating on Serene Russell, wants to move forward peacefully. Now, what we have to understand is they're no longer together. She's allowed to share her truth. We're going to get into what her statement actually was, what she had to say, and why she is no longer living by this statement. Five months ago, the statement was this, uh, by, by Brandon and Serene. After many months today, we have ultimately decided to end our engagement. We have tried to work privately on a relationship, which has been incredibly challenging in the public. Eye. This has been immensely hard to accept and painful as there is a lot of love between the two of us. We are deeply hurting and can only ask that there be no hate. The best path for us at this time is to try and move forward and heal from this as individuals. Now, did they, was there cheating? Uh, what actually went down and why, uh, why are they disagreeing on all this? We're going to get into it. Here is what Brandon has to say 
following Serene's conversation on Off the Vine. I'm going to share a few clips from Serene after this, and we're going to break this down in the most nuanced way possible. He said this over the weekend. In light of recent events that have transpired over the last few days, I've needed to take a beat to reflect and process my emotions surrounding this delicate matter that is intimate and personal to me. Now that I've had a moment to digest, I want to clear the air and respond with my truth. Now, the biggest criticism of this statement is that it is terribly written. That's for you to decide. I'm going to just share what he has to say. I understand there is a narrative circulating that falsely paints my character, so I wanted to provide some light to this situation. To be transparent, before leaving to Texas, my partner and I made the difficult choice to end our relationship and go our separate ways. As this was a public relationship, we both decided to hold off on sharing the news until we mutually felt it was time so we shared the news with family and friends. Where I have taken fault in responsibility is a conversation we shared the day before I left speaking on doing long distance. That was part one. Part two. Unfortunately, during this time of private separation, coming back from Austin, a video came to light that, while harmless, made my ex-partner upset. After speaking with her one-on-one and navigating our new normal, she felt that I had cheated and wanted to make this news known. For the record, in the early days of our official breakup, I shared one dance with a woman, nothing else, just a single dance before leaving with my friends. Completely understanding where her valid feelings were coming from, I took ownership regarding her feelings and my actions. As we we had made amends and agreed to put this behind us, I was surprised to learn very publicly that there are still lingering issues between us that need to be resolved. Out of profound respect and love for the time we shared together, I want to move forward peacefully, ultimately hoping to preserve our memories in former relationship. Thank you all for taking this time to read this. I appreciate you and I am hopeful for a fresh start now that I've shared the story through my lens. Love, Brandon. Uh, here's my only question. I don't understand... Um, this line. After speaking with her one-on-one and navigating our new normal, she felt that I had cheated and wanted to make this news known. So I think what he means is make this news known was her conversation on Off the Vine. So we're going to get into that briefly, but someone posted this online um, as a teacher. I don't know who, so I, I don't know who to credit, but it said, work on wordiness. So they took out all the wordy parts. Let's just see what the work on wordiness said. In light of recent events, I want to clear the air there is a narrative circulating that falsely paints my character. So anyway, yeah, very funny stuff that they uh, redacted some aspects of that statement. Let's go to um, this off the vine clip where Serene sort of discusses it. And then I'm going to share the moment where I believe they kind of have their disagreement. Like not just because, oh, there's an issue, but like we were actually provided with therapy, like from, from the, the jump of our oh, relationship. Good. Okay. And so, like- so when she says that they were provided therapy from the jump of their relationship, I have spoken with people that have come off the show uh, as quote unquote winners in a relationship from the show that also received therapy. The only problem is show hired therapy. And again, there is no such thing as a free lunch. Everything comes with a clause, right? Show hired therapy is designed in part to keep the couples together, not necessarily to be good therapy. Like good therapy should be working on yourself. Your partner works on their selves. You bring it together. You work on your group self, all of that jazz, right? Well, we don't know for sure what these therapists are coaching them to do because their end goal is that they stay together. So that's trouble. That's troubling in and of itself. 
Uh, but now we're going to get to the part where she discusses the breakup. Uh, you know, and look, she's allowed to share her side if she feels like she's the victim of a cheating scandal. You know what I mean? They can fool you. I've been fooled in the past where I'm like, I think somebody is this certain way and slowly but surely and, and probably vice versa where I'm on my best behavior and I'm cool and I'm this. And over time, it's just like you have to almost just give it a few months of real life, no social media, like actually going to therapy with, with barely knowing each other mm-hmm. to have important conversations. To So uh, Caitlin says she's been fooled in the past. Serene's nodding here. And the idea is like, look, yeah, I mean, you can, you can bring your best self to a relationship, but that can only last for so long. Eventually, you have to bring the version of yourself that, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? You have to bring the version of yourself that is sustainable. And you still want to bring a good version of that. But, you know, the, 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 joy and uh, dopamine and the love that you get from uh, getting engaged on paradise, all that goes away and you got to go back to work. So Caitlin asks an important question. She says, why did you guys put that statement together? What Serene says is pretty much the answer that uh, I think explains this all. Right. Right. Like, why would we ever do that? (laughs) So when people get all shocked at the end of a, you're like, but you didn't see the bad stuff and you didn't want to see the bad stuff. We're not going to share that. That's private. But I found it interesting, given your situation and what happened, how amicable the post was for the breakup. You know, you shared a lot of happy times, very mutually respectful. What made you choose that route for a breakup post? I was just in shock, I think. Um, I didn't know, like, what the future held. Like, that breaks my heart. Yeah. It, it, like, makes me want to, like, tear up. Well, you can. um, Yeah. I think I, yeah, I was in shock for a really long time. Totally. And, like, you know, I drove, I, like, drove myself home. My dad was, like, pulling a trailer with, like, all my stuff in it. And, like, I just drove, like, catatonically, like, staring at the road. How wild. She said she drove catatonically, staring at the road. She was in shock. So when you... You can imagine when you break up with someone that you you love, you still have all these feelings. You don't want to hurt them. And so you want to protect whatever bad things might have happened. But eventually that bitterness would surface. Now, I have my sources that believe that Serene is telling the truth. I've also heard from sources that are clearly in, in Brandon's camp that say he's telling the truth. Um after Brandon's lie, after Brand, excuse me, after Brandon's statement here, uh, the sources haven't changed their opinions on the matter. They say, no, 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 he's not being honest here. Could there be a scenario of revisionary history where he feels like they were on a break? Is this a Tino scenario where the rings were taken back? We broke up, you know it's a question worth asking. We broke up, we got back together, we broke up again. I thought we weren't even together. If Brandon thinks he didn't do anything wrong, then he wouldn't think he's cheating, then he wouldn't need to apologize for hurting her because they wouldn't have been together. Were they working on long distance? I mean, these are questions, folks, that we don't have the answers to. Uh, But in hindsight, Serene has showed zero need for drama zero need for exploiting any scenarios to play the victim or any of these things none none whatsoever so it's very hard 
As if she was like a witness in a trial, she'd be as credible as they come. No one would want to go up against her. She's beautiful. She seems honest and sincere and emotional and uh, cares a lot about this and not, not trying to slam him. She's just trying to share her own opinion. So I don't know if Brandon listened to it, but when he says, uh, you know, it, you know, in his statement that they're trying to change the narrative, I think it's the narrative that's actually the truth that's finally coming out. So Reality Steve has reported on it. Let's hear what he has to say. I have not covered this yet very well aware that I can be wordy sometimes. Don't think that I don't know. I'm aware. I try not to be, but I can get wordy sometimes. I think I have met my match (laughs) in Brandon because this two-slide Instagram story that he posted on Saturday night, I don't even, I still don't know. I've read this thing four times. And I really don't know what he's getting at. All right. And uh, finally, we have a new uh, thing we're going to be trying today. It's called voicemails. I'm doing a live stream this afternoon, a public live stream. I'm going to try to do these a few times a week just to give us some new content to talk about. I don't think anyone else in Bachelor Nation does this, and we want to bring it back. So live stream voicemails are coming back today, 5 p.m. East Coast, 2 p.m. Pacific. All you got to do if you want to participate is join the YouTube channel, and uh, you'll see that we're live. Uh, but if you want to call in, you can leave a voicemail, ask me any questions about pop culture or whatever you want. I'll try to answer it. And that phone number is 401-213-9828. Again, 401-213-9828. Link below for the phone number. If you want to check that out, we'll be live. That is a public live stream. But if you want to support the channel, patreon.com slash Dave Neal or can't afford to, that's fine too. You can always for free, give us a good rating on the podcast app, five stars and leave a nice comment. All right. Lots in the works. FBoy Islands tonight. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. And of course, uh, we'll cover special forces and all the other things going on in reality TV. All right. In the meantime, I've been Dave Neal and this was Bachelor Rush Hour. <laughs>